What's our seat number? What have you seen? What have you seen? What have I seen? What have I seen? What, what have, have we seen? seen? Yeah, and put some little, you know, bouncy so flouncy music on that. Bouncy flouncy. Oh, such a good time. Bouncy, bouncy. bouncy. Anyway, continue. Yeah, so I watched House of the Dragon. I watched the first three episodes of House of the Dragons. That's what there is. I actually appreciated the fact that there weren't very many sex scenes. I think there was one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I appreciated it because I, I felt like what Game of Thrones was trying to do, at least in the first and second season, was to snag their audience and keep their audience. Yeah. Um, and, and it worked to a certain extent because the sex scenes sort of... Um, you needed to watch the sex scenes in order to get crucial information uh, in Game of Thrones. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, were like, uh, there, were, there were sort of... There were things going on and characters sort of having conversations conversations. in the middle having conversations like you're thinking about Littlefinger talking about um his childhood yeah there's but there's like the two whores are going at it in the corner yeah or or it's something that like you know you you catch the sorry 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 ladies of the night (laughs) yes um so so I I appreciated the fact that they were more they were more interested on on sort of in, in getting on with the plot Forget for uh, House of the Dragon, and um, and I think look first of all, I, I think most people are gonna know what what's going on because it's a prequel, and a lot of that stuff is referenced and mentioned uh, within Game of Thrones. Yeah. But it's playing out really uh, really interestingly, and I think uh, I think it's gonna be good. I think it's gonna be on par, if not better. Um, I, I thought it was it was a very seamless continuation of the house style of Game of Thrones. And uh, they even got uh, Ramin Jawadi back to uh, to do the the theme, and the, the you know it opens with the with the theme, a very similar kind Does of. Does it also have sequence. like a you know cog like yeah thing, I yeah think. yeah um, it's uh, and and to be honest with you, like it's completely different showrunners aside from George R. R. Martin, who has actually got a creator credit on this one. Yeah, and um, and I'm I'm really loving it. I, I think it's uh, it's it's horrific and violent and uh, and etc etc but there's they've started like setting up the chess pieces of like the sort of all the politicking and the backstabbing and all that stuff which uh which to be honest like you you know we came for the violence and the sex and and we stayed for the politics basically because uh mm-hmm. the interplay between the characters and who's going to end up on the iron throne and who's going to you know uh, betray who is uh is more interesting than uh you know a room full of uh, full of concubines getting the getting the boobs out. To oh, be honest, yeah. yeah. Um, although I do I do like a good room. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say that the uh, I, I'm just not interested in it, and I'm not interested in Rings of Power either. Um, I watched the first twenty minutes of the first episode of Rings of Power. It looks good, but I haven't had a time. I haven't had, I haven't had a time. You haven't I, had the time. I haven't had a chance to finish from? it. I haven't had a chance, or I haven't had the time to finish it. Um, but I, I mean, it, people are, are liking it. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying that either of these shows are not good. They're getting good reviews, but there's something that's not I don't know. I'm more enjoying the short 20-minute Harley Quinn episodes that I'm watching. Yeah. Um and also Rick and Morty's just come back and we know I love me some Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. Like that is some premium. My friend uh my friend and I get together every couple of weeks and we've seen each episode of Rick and Morty both apart and together like so many times, but we will we will watch another well, one. We we do that. We'll do that with the IT crowd. And, yeah, exactly. And it's, it's it's like that and, for me. I can uh, I can rewatch guy. it over and over and over and over yeah. again. I just don't 
get sick of it. Yeah, so I I would recommend House of the Dragon to be honest. I I really like it. And maybe All maybe right. wait till the uh till the season's finished and then binge the lot mm. out of it. I think the Millie Alcock is uh is you know on on par uh with uh, with Amelia Clark. She's playing a, a what I perceive to be a, a fairly similar character. Um and I think I think she's a, a slightly better actress to be honest okay um but you know you've got you've got paddy considine you've got matt smith just like chewing it up he's yeah. loving it he's brilliant um there's quite a bit of dragon action even in the first three episodes um a lot of people have been saying that it's uh it's kind of talky and like uh, and soap opery and I, I don't see that because it's not <laughs> but the original game of thrones exactly was quite talky. exactly that was that's the thing that, that people don't seem to understand that once they you know, once they got their uh, their sort of hard-on sorted out, the creators, you know, like sort of, you know, calm down, you know, go take a cold shower. Everybody likes boobies, move yes. on. Yes. Um, and the, and then, the, you know, a lot of it was, you know, there were full episodes that, that nothing happened it but dialogue just scenes. just Tywin Lannister talking down to Cersei and Tyrion in, uh, as Hand of the King and, you know, like telling them what they're going to do with their lives and then them plotting behind each other's backs and right. Jamie and Bronn sort of being a, a bro... Yeah, bro, love team, and you know it's just that that was it for a while. So I, I don't remember a huge amount of the law, like the Targaryen history, and all that stuff. Um, so uh, so some of these things are going to be a bit of a surprise to me. Um, but you know, I I um, I think that Paddy Considine is uh, is going to go the way of Ned Stark. Probably. Um, and uh, and I I think that um, Matt that, Smith will probably do, get you know this as well. I don't know. He's he's really ferocious. Mm. Like he's great. Anyway, I, I'm basically I, I recommend that. Okay. Um, the other thing I saw, I saw it last week. I saw Nope. Oh yeah. Yeah. How was it? Um. Oh so, no. What? <laughs> You're hesitating. Yeah, I'm hesitating because it's it's something that I I think I need to see again. Mm. Um. But here's the thing. Get out. First of all, it's been said several times by uh, in interviews that. You know, Nope is is completely separate from Get Out and us uh, thematically, stylistically, and it really is. Mm. Um, you can still um, you can still sort of discern the Jordan Peele ness of it, uh, but it's uh, but it's a very different film. Um, with Get Out and us, you can sort of harness the uh, the message very easily. You know, it's not something that's difficult to understand or mm -hmm. grasp, um, and the and and they sort of like they they have a very different style to them nope is much more straightforward and the the message is something that uh you need to think about just a little bit um and uh, god forbid yeah no i it's just it's just something that like there's there's two thinking after watching a film yeah no but there's there's two separate things that that seems the two things that seem separate uh that take place there's one thing that takes place in flashbacks and and uh and then the sort of like the the alien the main alien plot basically um which at first glance don't quite connect a okay. lot of people uh you know sort of chatting about it online and whatever and uh, and i have to admit that i i sort of connected it because i read you know stuff online yeah you know nope ending explained google that cheater um, cheater compulsive reader yeah um and uh and there were a few things that i didn't quite get and then i understood that some of the sort of uh design elements are, are, are a bit like 
sort of influenced by anime or whatever things that mm-hmm. I that I'm that I don't really know about. Um, so yeah, I, I think I need to delve into that one again. I, I wouldn't say it's a bad film, um, but it was uh, it was definitely something that might need a little bit of uh, growing time on me. What else have you seen? What else? What else have I seen? I saw Prey. Oh, was it good? I quite liked it. Other but, people liked it as well. Yeah, yeah. Other people liked it as well. I enjoyed it while I was watching it, but the uh, but it sort of occurred to me that while everybody's talking about the um, the sort of refreshing nature of the of the of the plot and the setting, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, what it all boils down to is um, a group of people being hunted or hunting a predator in the jungle. Okay, but which isn't that is, what you want from it? It is what you want from it, but I'm saying it's nothing particularly new. Uh, aside from the Comanche stuff, like the the setting, which is uh, which is great, and I and I think that Dan Trachtenberg is a great uh, director. He directed Ten Cloverfield Lane, um, and and uh, and that's this is his first movie since then. Actually, I think that was in two thousand eighteen. But I uh, I thought it was very very well made. But at the end of the day, it's not something that you, it's not. You couldn't really look at it and say, "Wow, this is a Predator film that that really sort of breaks the mold and uh, changes mm-hmm. up the formula." You got like the first Predator, you know, group of people being hunted in the jungle. Second Predator is very different because it takes place in Los Angeles. But again, the jungle of the city, bunch of people being hunted by a Predator. Uh, Predators, which is basically a remake of the first, and uh, the Predator, which I just thought was awful. It's very different but it's awful. Um, so then Prey comes along and it's it's pretty much the same formula, you know. Uh, so, yeah, while I enjoyed it, I, I didn't think it was uh, it was particularly, uh, you know, groundbreaking mm. or anything. Um, and there was okay. also, there's a bunch of other things that I saw. Man vs. Bee, I've been watching that because, uh, you know, I yeah. needed something to watch while I was eating. It's very silly. It's kind of like watching Mr. Bean, to be honest. Um, and, Shocker. Yeah. Uh, and, but the thing is that the very first scene is they're in court, and he's being sued for uh, for all the damage he's done to the house because of because he's chasing this bee around. Yeah. Um, so there's no tension of like, oh my god, is he going to be able to get away with it? Because there are certain scenes in the movie where he breaks something and then he sort of like glues it together and it looks like it did before. Mm. So you think like maybe he'll get away with it, but you know you know he's not going to get away with it. So all that tension goes out the window from the very get go. Yeah. Um, she Hulk. Oh yeah. Have you been watching that? I haven't. I'm thinking that maybe that's something I should wait for Shosh for. You wait for Shosh and also like maybe wait until uh, until the season's played out so that you can binge it because they're very short yeah, episodes. Yeah, twenty minutes. Yeah, as well. so same thing as like One Division and uh, and all, all the rest of them basically. All the all the short ones anyway. Like uh, Hawkeye and Loki were were longer form, but um, but like you you watch an episode once a week and you you don't feel like you've been nourished because it just goes by so quickly. So I, I I'm I'm liking it. I think it's very silly, but it's supposed to be. It's very entertaining and uh, the CGI. While very wonky is, uh, you know, it's all possible right. for a TV show. Possible for a TV Did show. Did you see the article that I posted? Someone was complaining yeah, yeah, yeah. about it, and I posted yeah, yeah. this article about, you know, the the very real struggle. Yeah, the CGI is is possible for a TV show. Yes, but um, there are moments where it gets particularly janky, and I think that maybe they could have been a little bit more. Um, they could have spent their money a little bit more intelligently. For example. Mark Ruffalo doesn't need to be the Hulk all the time if he's able to uh, to control it, and uh, it's established in the pilot that he's able to control it at certain points. Mm. So, so yeah, I I think that um, that that they maybe bit off a little bit more than they could chew because they have a uh, a human character 
uh, humanoid character um, who's front and center most of the time. And uh, and yeah, there are huge uh, issues with uh, with sort of manpower and time and budget, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, that uh, that uh, you know could probably be alleviated slightly if they uh, if they had her hulking out a little bit less. There's a really interesting thing that that I read about was um, when you're making a male CG character. Um, putting in blemishes yes. and wrinkles and stubble and all of those things that go towards making it look more realistic um, are more acceptable because on men, we're willing to sort of accept these blemishes a little right. more, right? Yeah. Mark Ruffalo looking scruffy, right? If he were to look too smooth, we'd say that looks weird. But the minute that you start doing that to a female character, you'd start saying, oh, but she's got all these like wrinkles and blemishes. And so finding that balance is like really, really hard. Yeah, but it's the, less about the the sort of airbrushingness of it than the sort of the movement, the tracking. The movement, the animations and, yeah. the, and the motion. So, yeah. so there's another part to this is that we also have um, wonderful references for what the full movie budget Hulk should look like. Right. Right. Um, so not only do they have to match that whenever Mark Ruffalo's Hulk is on the screen, uh, and I've read that they do a pretty good job, right? They do, yeah. Um, but that, you know, you then have to translate that quality to, to a her. new character, yeah. but on a TV budget. Mm-hmm. So just think about how hard those things are. I know you don't need to, cause you know, I'm talking about, you know, the, the, the listener. Yeah. But, but aside from all of that though, I think that the, uh, that the scripts are great and she's yeah. great. So... You know, I mean, the, the it's just uh, it's just a lot of fun, especially seeing uh, seeing Tim Roth back in, the, in mm-hmm. that role. He's just brilliant. Um, and uh, what was the other thing? You, you and I talked about this. I, I watched Shang Chi, yeah, and then I thought to myself, because of the that quality of the of the the sort of like uh, um, the, uh, Chinese history and the 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 locations and mm-hmm. all all of that stuff, um, I thought to myself, you know, it'd be really nice to watch Crouching Tiger. Um, and I haven't seen it in a long time and I have it on DVD and I'd really like to upgrade. So I bought the 4k and my God, like I, I, I hadn't seen it in a very long time. I remember not particularly appreciating it when I, when I was a kid, um, mainly because it's, you know, it wasn't like, you know, big action blockbuster that, uh, that it was marketed as. And, uh, and I watched it this time and I, I was absolutely swept away. I think it's, I think it's gorgeous. Um, and there's, and there's also something that I'd never thought about before. There's quite a lot to read into the ending and a lot of discussion there. Um, so if you, if you want to do a, an episode on that, we can do that too. Um, but yeah, so I, I watched Crouching Tiger good, and, I, uh, and I, I really, really loved it and being steeped in all of that sort of, uh, Chinese history, myth- mythology, um, and culture, et cetera, et cetera. It's just like, I, I, I really, I really enjoy it. It's like, uh, it's like sort of, it's stepping into another world for me. I like, I, I really mm. like that. Um, and the other thing that I watched and was very disappointed in was Death on the Nile. Yeah. Um, I really like Murder on the Orient Express. It's probably a, an easier book to adapt. Um, but, uh, but yeah, Death on the Nile was a bit of a disappointing film for me. Unfortunately so, yes. Yes. Anyway, what have you didn't, seen? Didn't you also see, um... The Quiet Place movies. Oh yeah, I watched the Quiet Place movies. Yeah, I I, I have seen the first one before um, a Brilliant long time ago movie. when it came out. Um, so I rewatched it in order to watch the second one, and the second one, it's John Krasinski. It's all of the uh, all of the same uh, crew and writers and and everything, and it's just seamlessly 
continues, it just seamlessly continues on from the first one, and it feels like two parts of the same story, which yeah. I always appreciate in sequels. And uh, and it was, I, I to my mind, it was just as good as the first one, and I uh, and I, I really enjoyed that one too. Yeah, I love the design of the creatures. I love the fact yeah. that they're basically a walking eardrum. It's yeah. just brilliant. Yeah, I, I think the whole uh, the whole concept of it is really great. Anyway, what did you see? So I've seen a couple of things. Um, I haven't had a lot of time uh, to watch things. Uh, so Shosh and I... This is like over like three months. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, I'm also going over the same amount of time. Yeah. So uh, Shosh and I started... We wanted to watch season three of The Boys when it finished. Mm-hmm. And she said, do you want to start from the beginning? And I said yes for some stupid reason and we're stuck on like season two and we have no time to watch it together and we watch like an episode every two weeks or something. It's like really, really slow. Uh, So this whole momentum that we were imagining, oh yeah, we're going to binge the first and second seasons and lead up to the third one. Then we'll know exactly what's going on and where we are. It's like we could have just watched a recap to be honest, but you know, (laughs) we're in it now. So it's too late to go back. Yep, 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 yep. Um, What do you mean? What else did I watch? Yeah, I said Harley Quinn. Uh, we I watched a movie that I remember was on. You know when you have like those flashes of something from your childhood and you try and track it down just yeah. from like random moments. You try and see if what you remember is exactly the way it yeah, was. Yeah. So like, but you don't remember what the movie is, so you have to kind of type into Google. You know, dude fishing with a banana peel on his head or something. You know, like <laughs> just to try and find out yeah. whatever the hell. You know, it is the most distinct thing that you can remember. I remember catching this film. We were actually here, but we were on holiday and we were staying in our aunt's flat. Yeah. And I think it was, do you know what? I don't even know if that's true. I think it was for a, a wedding or, or a, a, some kind of family function that we mm-hmm. came for. And it was very, very late at night. And this movie was on late. And I just remember the ending of the film that I remember it was about a reporter Mm-hmm. And that she had a mentor who was also a reporter. Right. And that at the end of the movie, spoiler, he goes on like a mission to another country, like a, 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 a to report on something, and he gets killed in some sort of like. It's crossfire. up close and personal, isn't it's it? It's up close and personal. Oh, you could have just asked me. So I was going to, but we sometimes... saw it. No, we saw it on the plane. I remember watching it here oh, really? in, in the okay. thing, yeah. Because I remember seeing it on the plane on the way from, or way the way to or the way back from here. Uh-huh. Yeah. But, like, I, I, I just, I remember being, like, I was really young. Yeah. And, uh, like, impressionable. What, do you, what am I talking about? What was this, 1995? I was older than that. Yeah, when so you know, well, you saw it on a rerun. So a rerun. What's a rerun? <laughs> You'll find out. Um, yeah, no. So I, I, I remember like being really cut up about that, 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 that and and that fucking Celine Dion song. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, so it was a, um, it was just like for me, like rewatching it and just, yeah, I, I wasn't particularly enamored by the movie. To be honest, <laughs> it's not a particularly amazing film. It was a bit. Yeah, but it's the things that were around when you exactly. were a kid, you know. So, so yeah. you know, I was just it, for me, it was the novelty of oh, I found it now, I have to watch it, right? Right. But I also rewatched um, uh, some of the West Wing, okay, because you know I had to watch something that I couldn't actually watch, and you know had to have on in the background, and you know like maybe fall asleep to it or something. And yeah. I've seen the West Wing so many times, I just made it to like season three, and I was like, okay, well, this is where it starts going downhill anyway, so. <laughs> Or season four. I actually haven't seen The West Wing like all the way through like that. I, I tell you what, though, uh, my wife and I, mm. 
um, decided to uh, like a couple of months ago we decided to watch Better Call Saul because yeah. we had started it when it first aired and, and we sort of lost track of it and we, we really enjoyed ourselves and we, we watched it all the way through to the end um, and then we decided to go back and watch Breaking Bad and I'd forgotten how, how good amazing is. Breaking yeah. Bad is and it's funnier than I remember as well it's a good show it's like it's there's a lot of heavy shit that goes on in that that you that sort of sticks in your mind but like the the comedy is just brilliant um and also i i noticed that uh that um you know breaking in in uh in better call saul there's a flashback that they sort of re reshot of uh of um saul aka jimmy uh you know being held over an open grave and he says no 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 it's uh it's he, he says the names of two characters and then when we went back and we watched Breaking Bad, it's like he says the names of those. It's the same scene. He says it's yeah. like, but like you know, obviously different, uh, different shooting, whatever, different time yeah. they shot it. And it's like he says the names of those two characters, and I'm like, they had all of that shit planned out all the way back then. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's so well done. Anyway, uh, the, the, that, I just wanted to sort of go on that before we uh, close this segment, which has run on very, very long. Maybe yeah. we should make this a bonus. Um, Maybe. Yeah. So uh, and and also like I, I'm I'm very interested in like going back and watching some of the things that passed me by like the sopranos never watched the sopranos i've never watched the the sopranos either it's ruined for me because i know how it ends well everybody knows how it ends but yeah it doesn't matter that's not the point um i I know how breaking bad ends i'm still enjoying it um but but yeah so uh that's what i what i've seen what you've seen what we've seen you know what we should do what we should end it out by going that's what we've seen. Okay. <clears throat> One, two, three. That's, That's what, what we've, we've seen. seen. What's our seat number? 